Hi, I'm Kurt Barnes. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible. It's my prayer that you would be continually growing in your relationship with Jesus and that this podcast would be one of the many tools that the Holy Spirit is using in your life to bring about transformation. Don't forget to press the subscribe button and remember, you can hear our full-length sermons at scf.tv. Welcome back to Your Daily Bible Podcast. Today is our last day looking at the book of 1 John. So today we are going to be reading the final chapter, chapter 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commands. Loving God means keeping his commands. And his commands are not burdensome. For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve the victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by his baptism in water and by the shedding of his blood on the cross, not by water only, but by water and blood. And the Spirit, who is truth, confirms it with his testimony. So we have these three witnesses, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and all three agree. Since we believe human testimony, surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God. And God has testified about His Son. All who believe in the Son of God know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe that God has testified about His Son. And this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has a Son has life. Whoever does not have God's Son does not have life. I have written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know you have eternal life. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, We also know that he will give us whatever we ask for. If you see a fellow believer sinning in a way that does not lead to death, you should pray, and God will give that person life. But there is a sin that leads to death, and I'm not saying you should pray for those who commit it. All wicked actions are sin, but not every sin leads to death. We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning, for God's sons hold them securely and the evil one cannot touch them. We know that we are children of God and that the world around us is under the control of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come, and he has given us understanding so that we can know the true God. And now we live in fellowship with the true God because we live in fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God, and he is eternal life. Dear children, Keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. Now, our world has perfected the art of performance-based love. It's exhausting, actually, to feel like you're only valuable or only loved if you can keep up with the pace of everybody else. The good news is that our performance doesn't determine Jesus' love for us, not at all. It can be difficult to wrap our minds around this idea how much Jesus loves us. We easily fall into the trap, into the habit of our performance. 
viewing Jesus's commands as rules that we have to follow instead of a means for us to enter into deeper trust and intimacy with him. But in 1 John 5, 3, John says, it is out of love for Jesus that you and I become obedient to his rules, not the other way around. This is critically important that we understand this. God's commands have not been put in place to oppress us, but to set us free. God's plans for our lives are the very best plans for our lives. It's the place where we find all of the purpose, all of the life that God intended for you and I, which is way better than anything that you and I could ever think up, dream up, or imagine. So when we give God the ultimate control of our life, that's the place where we find ultimate joy. If we measure our value on how well we're following the rules, we make our faith about us instead of about Jesus' death on the cross. Obedience is not about how we perform, it's how we respond. We say yes to God because we love him, not out of obligation to him or because we want something from him. Obedience is as simple as listening to Jesus and doing the things he did and obeying the things he tells us to do. Don't simply try to follow the rules. Follow Jesus. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for the truths contained in this book. Thank you that we know that you love us, and it's not because of what we do or what we say, but it's because you decided to love us. In fact, this book tells us it's who you are. It's your very nature. And so God, today, I want to receive your love. I want to know it fuller. I want to know its richness. I want to know its depth. I want to know its width. God, I want to know your love in a new way because when we see your love, it just draws us closer and closer to you. It makes us want to be like you. It makes us desire, God, to give up areas of our life that aren't in you because, God, your love is so wonderful. So today, God, I pray, show me your love in fuller, richer, deeper ways and help me, God, to take hold of it. Motivate me by your love, God, to love others and to demonstrate your love in my life today. In Jesus' name, amen.